Hey everyone, it's episode three of Play It Safe. I'm Tracy Arlington. I'm Joel Wasserman, and we are two Chihuahua crazy self-defense instructors that love sharing true crime stories that have a good and sometimes hilarious ending. Yeah, most of our stories have hilarious endings, yeah. Yeah, these are self-defense success stories of how kids and adults have gotten away by going chihuahua crazy. Crazy. But we're also going to share our self-defense safety tips and advice. This podcast is family-friendly, so crank up the volume. Yep, be prepared, kids. You're going to love this next story. So you know how we decided that episode two, three, and four were going to be about kids that um, had been taken, put in a car, and those creative, um, hilarious methods that they used to get away? Yep, like the poopy story. Yep, last week was the poop story. Yep, the poop set her free. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this week is just as funny. This is one of those stories, once again, that our students beg us to tell. And it involves a toy snake. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. All right. So um, in 2014, there was a family in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, mom's name was Lucia Lazada. She had she has two twin boys that were seven years old at the time, Luis and Lu- Lucius. And then they also had a one-year-old uh, younger sibling. And let me guess, the little brother's name was Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know. Okay. Yeah, Lucia, uh, Luis, Luis Lucius, Luke. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. I don't know. I don't know. But anyhow, um, uh, they were all loaded up in the car, ready to go to Thursday night church service. And Lucia realized that she forgot the baby's bottle, and she runs inside to get it. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to totally throw myself under the bus. I would have done that. Mm-hmm. Without I mean, a doubt. Yep. Convenience. Yeah. yeah. Kids are already loaded up, buckled in. Oops, I forgot got the baby's bottle right or I forgot my purse so she runs inside um the only thing is is she left the keys in the ignition oh I know where this is going yep 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 yeah so in a split second this car thief jumps in the car starts to drive away and literally one news source said he backed it up out of the driveway and peeled away speeding down the street um Can you imagine how she felt? But what was so weird about this story is that Lucia said she actually saw, had seen the guy in the neighborhood several times. So when she was walking into the house, she waved at him just to say hello because she had uh, recognized him. And um, it was pretty obvious, you know, at that point that he had been watching her because he got in that car fast. Oh, wow. She must have freaked out when she saw the car driving away. And I bet that she... Since she had seen the guy multiple times, maybe she knew there wasn't something right there and, uh, you know, her gut feeling was there's something not right with this guy, but maybe if I make eye contact or I wave at him, he'll stop looking at me or it'll, it'll take away the awkwardness of the situation. But um, yeah. when when he took her car, she must have been flipped out, first of all, but second of all, known Pretty much who did it and why her gut feeling was, you know, something's not right here. Yeah, no, I totally agree. It was either she waved at him to say, hey, I see you, or maybe she waved at him because it was like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, Being too trusting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. She freaked. She freaked out. She told um, the news reporters that she completely had a meltdown screaming and she calls the police. But here's the best part of the story. 
This is the part. All right. Our kids love. Yep. While she's freaking out, calling the police, the two seven-year-old twin brothers kicked it into superhero, go chihuahua, chihuahua crazy mode. I mean, like, literally, one kid starts punching the guy in his face. Yes. I read one report where they even... Um, up kicked him to the back of his head. That would have been me. Yeah. <laughs> and then one brother takes his toy rubber snake and starts whipping the guy in the head and the face. <laughs> Just going chihuahua crazy. Screaming, too. They said they, they were screaming at him. And noise attracts attention. And, and, you know, your voice is one of your biggest weapons. Yeah. And... It, you know, if somebody screams in your ear, it, it's not fun. Right, so right, that, right. And yeah. I also think, too, you know, we know that your secret weapon is Chihuahua confidence. So yep. who's going to take three kids that are going nuts, that are going Chihuahua crazy? Well, so it turns out the carjacker starts begging them to stop. He even, one of the boys said, he said to us. I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, I'm not going to hurt you. Stop. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So he pulls over and according to um, Sergeant Salazar of the San Antonio Police Department, the car thief only gets about a mile away because they had those kids back to their parents. Like within, this all happened in about 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So he pulls over. Let's them go, and he even shook their hands. He shakes their hands. Wow. Yeah, and then he lets them keep their little iPad or their little tablet. Yeah. I think he shook their hands to try to, uh, like, he knew he was going to get caught. So I think he tried to, like, downplay the seriousness of what had happened. Yeah. To say, oh, well, I shook their hands when I dropped them off. See, yeah. I'm not such a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyhow, he takes off with the car, leaves them there. And fortunately, they see a little girl playing outside, and they asked the little girl for help. Now, this is what um, this is the interesting part of the story. The boys had been taught never to talk to strangers. So when they got out of the car, they didn't want to approach a house they didn't recognize. And you know what? We're going to talk about that later. Um, but that's something that we really need to talk to our kids about because not all strangers are dangerous. Right, and in the safety section, in the tips here at the end, when we're wrapping it up, we'll go over uh, we'll go over that very thing and and what they should have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, there are some key points that we're gonna we want to make about strangers. Anyhow, the police were called and the kids were back with their parents in only ten minutes. Sergeant Salazar said that the parents kept thanking. Um, him for getting the kids back so safely, but the police are crediting the twins, who they say are cute and as brave as they can be. And the funny note is the grandma told the reporters that she had begrudgingly bought that snake for them the day before, um, but she's glad she bought it. And she said that God had a plan for that snake. Yeah, yeah get so, under my feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did so, they ever catch that guy? No, no. I mean, probably. I don't know. They said uh, when the story aired, the assailant was still at large, but the police were super optimistic about catching him because, remember, he'd been seen in the neighborhood mm -hmm. um, several times, so somebody knew him. And plus, he had their car. A little thing called evidence. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this this story is scary, but it's also cute. But, you know, I mean, from a parent's perspective, I have to say, we've all done that. We've all ran in the house for a minute. I mean, I think some of us have even, like, 
pulled up to a dry cleaner and run in just to pick up our dry cleaning. So um, um, I'm glad that it had a really good ending. And I can't encourage you listeners enough. You've got to see these kids interviewed. Um, go to our website, playitsafepodcast.com, and see these feisty Chihuahua boys talk about their experience. It's really cute. Yeah, so let's talk about those Chihuahua crazy lessons that we can learn from this. Teaching kids it's okay to fight back in a self-defense scenario. So, uh, parents, we really encourage you to role play with your kids and ask them, you know, and have them tell you when it's okay to fight back. And um, by just going through these different scenarios, you can can help them explore. Because usually this type of event is scary for them when they don't know what to do mm-hmm. but if you can have these difficult conversations and talk to them about it then it's not scary because they know what to do exactly yeah i mean i always taught my kids that if anybody grabbed you um you need to fight back right away and remember we talked about that last week in less than three seconds if it's someone you know that's touching you inappropriately yeah, you need to fight back and and report it, right? You know, Dr. Phil um, said something that was really interesting uh, when I was on his show. He said that a lot of parents, the helicopter parents, are afraid to talk to their children about stranger safety and self-defense because they don't want to, air quote, scare them. But in actuality, Dr. Phil said, children are only afraid when they don't know what to do. That's where the nightmares come from. They don't know what to do. So by empowering them, teaching them how to self-protect, because let's face it, we can't be there. We can't be with them all the time. That's what's going to empower children. It's when they know what to do, when we're writing that script for their brains, that's going to empower them and teach them that, yeah, there could be a time when they have to fight back. They have to self-protect because, like I said, we're not always there. Yep, that's yep. true. Yeah, self-defense. All right, point number two. What do we tell our kids? What's the proper, um, I don't like the, to use the word stranger danger conversation, and I'll tell you why. When you say stranger danger, doesn't that kind of make you feel like all strangers are dangerous? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I like to use the word, I know we always use it in our class, stranger awareness. Yep, awareness keeps me safe. Yeah. So we have, what do we always teach the kids? Oh, good stranger, bad stranger, and don't know. And most people are don't knows. But there are bad strangers and there are good strangers. But... Most of the time, the bad strangers are going to try to be tricky strangers. Yeah. So yeah. We, we teach kids, you know, I like what you say all the time is that, you know, uh, if my adult's not here, they shouldn't talk. To, a stranger shouldn't talk to me if I don't have an adult present. Right. And, yeah. Permission you know, protects. Permission yeah. protects. And then don't forget, too, that tricky, tricky people can be people that they know. Right. 90% of the time when someone is touched inappropriately, it's by someone that they know. So that tricky person could be, you know, Uncle Bubba. That tricky person could be a neighbor. It could be a kid. And, you know, that tricky person could also be the guy that's asking for help to find his lost puppy. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Let's stop using stranger danger and let's talk to kids about stranger stranger awareness. awareness. And then um, 
I love what you always tell our kids about the likelihood of a stranger taking them. Yeah, so they have more of a chance of being hit in the head by a coconut or being struck by lightning. We've actually had the statistics ran by, who's the, the doctor? Oh, Dr. Phil actually ran yeah. the statistic that said you have more of a chance of being struck by lightning. Yeah. Yeah. So not high chances, but you actually have nine, the higher chance of uh, having something inappropriate done by somebody that you know. Exactly. Right, so. right. So there's not a lot of tricky strangers out there, but we need to know what to do just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, and that's that's self-defense, right. All right, then our third point. Don't leave your keys in the car. Don't leave an opportunity for criminals, for strangers. And um, another couple... Key points is don't be distracted on your phone if your kid's on the playground. You know, be engaged. Be aware of what's going on. And then uh, I think back to when I was a kid, we'd go to the store to like Walmart or something, and my parents would go to get whatever they needed. And I was always like, I encouraged them as a kid. Is I'd say, I'm going to the toy section. Just meet me back there. And I used to bolt. Mm -hmm as fast as I could to the toy section because I wanted to look at the G.I. Joes and the Ninja Turtles and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, that, that would have been a prime time for, you know, a tricky stranger to try and, and, and do something tricky or inappropriate with me because I was on the other side of the store right. from my parents and um, it, it, had they needed to find me in an emergency, they probably wouldn't have been able to find me quick enough. Yeah. And this was the time period before there was cameras everywhere. Right, right, yeah. And you know what, adults? We leave our keys in the ignition when we're at the gas station. We leave our purse on the front seat when we're pumping gas. So we just kind of have to do these little mental checklists of what could happen um, because we've all done it. Yep. We've all so done take it. the extra time, pull the keys out of the ignition, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Always, you know, locking locking the door behind you to your house, Th things like that. I know it's really old fashioned to say, you know, it, some people would leave their doors unlocked to their house, even yeah. if you're going to the mailbox or something like that. Just don't create an opportunity for um, strangers yeah. or for the enemy or for a, a predator to take advantage of it. Yeah. All right. So we talked about um, don't. Teaching kids that it's okay to fight back. Uh, we've talked about having the proper stranger awareness talk with children and why they need to know self-protection. Um, and then uh, simple safety tips like not leaving our keys in the car or letting our kids roam around the store. Um, but then our fourth point, and always our final point, is teaching our kids... To go, go Chihuahua crazy, right? Um, nobody wants to take a kid that's having a Chihuahua crazy temper tantrum. Right. If they're swinging a rubber snake around like it's a lasso or they're pooping on your back seat, <laughs> you are not just a hard target, but you're uh -huh. a messy target. You're yeah. a loud target. You're yeah. a nasty and annoying target. They're not going to want anything right. to do with you. Noise attracts attention, and it's okay for them to protect their bodies. Correct. They are the boss of their body. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, if you'd like to see more about Luis and Lucius and... Lucia. Uh, and yeah, Lucia, um, go to playitsafepodcast.com, and you can see their interview and see um, their photo. Also, we want to hear from you. If you have stories that... Uh, 
something that's happened to you when you were a kid or an adult, we would love to be able to share your story on our po- podcast. So um, email us from our website. Yep. Go to playitsafepodcast.com, safety tips and resources, and uh, more information on the podcast story. Yep. And if you'd like more information on our Play It Safe Defense classes, you'd like to find an instructor in your area or even take our online courses, uh, just go to playitsafedefense.com. That's playitsafedefense.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Play It Safe Defense. Be proactive about your safety. Know how to defend yourself. And go Go Chihuahua Chihuahua crazy. crazy.